Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime. Day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Life is full of unexpected moments from car repairs to vet bills. Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you with 3% cashback rewards on gas, groceries, and utilities, plus 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay. And you can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify. Accept it at your favorite stores where you use MasterCard. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify today. Build. Grow. Aspire.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. You know, I think I ought to explain something to y'all. You know, when I, when I wake up in the morning and I say, uh, 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 dig me now. What I'm asking you to do is, it's old school, you know, man. You know, you see old people say, I dig, you know, da-da-da. Never stop saying it, I'm sorry. Uh, but dig me now, it's just, I want you to, I want you to really feel me. I want you to understand what I'm saying, because really, this morning inspiration is all given in the spirit of sharing and love. It it, it ain't about to expose me in, in, in any way. That's That's not the purpose of it. But I found that in my morning inspiration, that it's best that I use some things about myself. Because, I mean, what better example can I use? Because I know me. I know what's happened to me. I know exactly how I felt all along the way concerning almost everything, every aspect of my life. I now fully do really understand why God had my life spin the way it spun. And here's a part that I want to give to you this morning. That first of all, whatever position you find yourself in today, we kind of come to one realization that we got ourselves there. We put ourselves there by a series of thoughts and actions. Thoughts. Thoughts turn into things. That's very important to know. Thoughts turn into things. So let's look at both sides of it. For people who think negative thoughts, it turns into negative things. And the direct opposite is true for those who think positive thoughts. It turns into positive things. That's the deal. It's, it's as simple as that, folks. It, 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 you, I cannot break it down any, any cleaner. I cannot make it any clearer. Thoughts become things. So the one glaring question for all of us always is on a daily basis, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Because I can assure you, and it's not by a promise of mine. This is not a theory that Steve Harvey then came up with. This is a fact of life. This is biblical. This is spiritual. This is written. This is philosophical. This is the law of the universe. However, you need to drink this medicine to take to get it down and feel what I'm saying to you. This is just the way it is now. And here the cold part, folks, it don't matter if you believe me or not. It does not matter if you have never been explained this or not. And it does not matter if you think it works in your life or not. It don't matter. Listen to me. It is the way it is. 
It is a scriptural. It is a spiritual. It is philo- philosophical. It is it's just whatever is the law of the universe. You call it whatever you want. However, you got to dress this thing up to put it in the phase that you can feel me. I want you to feel me now because this is all it is. This is all it is. So when I say that you are where we are today because we thought ourselves here, oh, you best to believe that's true. You thought yourself here. No one else. See, let me explain something. I got people around me who so badly want to take credit for it, but I don't allow it because I keep pointing to the heavens. I keep pointing and and, and, and trying to say it out loud as many times as I can without being so offensive that it my life is by design, by grace and mercy, by blessings from God. My life is because God has seen it to be so. Oh, but I got plenty of people around me want credit for it. And want you to not give credit to God and give it to them. I got that. I got that. But I understand that. See, I understand what that is. That's a person whose design is to get the credit. But it's okay. I, I, it's it's so clear to me what my father was saying to me, man. I get it as I get older and older. He always said to me, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. See, it, 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 you know, I don't know how people say it in church. You know, sometimes they go, well, people come into your life for seasons. And I, I guess that's the same thing. You know, they season up, they gone. Well, you know, and then, but then here the way they try to hold you, though. See, <laughs> they got some cold tricks. Here the way they try to hold you. Oh, you going to forget where you come from? Oh, you ain't going to keep it real no more? And so you find yourself trying to not forget where you come from and keep it real no more. But but to, to what end? Is it to the good of your is it to the good of your end or is it to the good of their end? To what end is keeping it real and not forgetting where you come from if it does not allow you to progress and move forward? I got where I come from. I don't want to stay there no more. I don't forget where I come from. I know full well what I've been through, but that's what drives me because I don't want to go back to that. That's the push for me. I don't want that no more. I don't want to go back where I come from. I don't want to keep it that real no more. It was real enough for me living in a car. I had enough of that real. I don't want to keep it real. No, I don't keep it real. I want to go keep it dreamy. I want to go keep it fantasizing. I want, I, want to, I want to keep it out of this world. I want to keep it off the chain. I want to keep it moving. I want to keep it balling. I want to see what that's like. So, no, nah, I ain't going to forget where I come from, but you ain't going to hold me to that, though. See, thoughts become things all day long. Where's your vision board? Where are the things that you want written down? What do you think about the most? How grateful are you for what all God has done for you? Where you at with that? See, here, here another law. If thoughts become things, uh-oh, 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Here come the moment, y'all. If thoughts become things, let me ask you this. If all you thinking about is your debt, if all you thinking about is what you ain't got, if all you thinking about or is, oh, woe is me, if all you thinking about is every time I turn around, I'm sick, if all you thinking about is the things in life that you're lacking, if that's all you thinking about, and if thoughts become things, how much debt you think you're going to stay in? How much? How much? How much lacking you think you finna fill your life with? How much more stuff you finna not have? Cause you keep thinking about it all the time. When you gonna be grateful? When you gonna say thank you? When when it's gonna come out your mouth, man? That I, I may not be where I want to be, but I sure am grateful for what you've given me so far, for the things I have today, because I don't have to have these things. You know what that does? That then opens up room for more stuff to come your way to be grateful for. But if you're going to be ungrateful, oh, man, let me ask you something. I ain't God. I don't claim to be. But let me ask you something, man. If you're ungrateful for the things we've got, if we can't show no gratitude for what what we have why would god give us some more stuff to be ungrateful for what would he do that for man i blessed you with that you ain't like that i gave you this you ain't said nothing to me about that you you ain't feeling me on this right here so i tell you what man let me stop giving this dude something because he just over here he ain't glad for nothing because if i give him some more he gonna be mad about that too Ta-da! Anybody feel me right now? So when I say, come on, y'all, dig me now. Do you understand why I say dig me? Because I want you to feel me. I want you to understand and come to the understanding. I'm not saying you ain't because there's so many people got a deeper understanding than me about this whole thing. I promise you they do. But they listen to me. I'm just trying to get you to walk up in this light, man, so you can go on with your life and quit tripping yourself out with your thoughts because thoughts become things. All right, all day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Blasting off on this Thursday. Blast off. Yeah, how you feel today? Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Blasting off on this Thursday. Blast off. Yeah, how you feel today? Sometimes I feel <laughs> like a motherless child. What is that, depression? What, what's going on? Uh, just, you know, Black History Month. Just oh, oh. You singing one of them. Just the last just few doing, days of it. Yeah, just doing a couple slave cuts. Slave cuts. I like it. I like it. I don't. Heavy hitters from the yeah, slave cuts. That's how slave you cuts. Out. These were the hits of 1799. You are truly. I don't. Feels no waste time. That was the hit back then. Man. Oh, man. These are some of the famous cuts of all time. And here's one of your all time favorite Swing Low, mm. Sweet 
chariot. Come on now. Coming forth to carry me home. Yeah. Swing low. Don't those songs remind you? Yes. This is one of them, uh, you know, when they play it late night on the commercial. Mm, you can order the CD. Yeah, that lady and Tom be standing over there selling all them old ass cuts. Yeah. Boy, they try to remind you. <laughs> Take you back. Right. The memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's, here's when, remember this one right here? Pick, <gasps> pick, pick, cotton. <laughs> Picking cotton. Picking cotton. <laughs> Pick, 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 cotton. Yeah. Are you for like real? Pick and Are you serious? <laughs> pick and oh, God. oh, my God. The disco era. Oh and oh. here's the new one. I just got a brand new sack, and it's full. <laughs> and it's full. So full. Uh, just got a brand new sack so and it's full. Right now. Come on, uh, and I didn't even ask for this. Yes, it's full. I'm so embarrassed right yeah. now. Usually I ask for it, but today. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just did it on and your then, own. Here's Jazz. one that brought back memories, hurtful memories. I was in love, then I got. So, <laughs> man, I'm about to cry. God, no. I, I'm about to die. Love, I'm then I got so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can get these cuts for nine ninety nine. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> this is terrible. This is this really bad. I have nothing to say. I'm speechless. Really I love it. Nah, he made Announce me proud. Announce one, Tommy. Just give me the announcement, the category, and watch me come up with this cut. And ladies and gentlemen, we also. Have the jazz cut. Shoot a pop, 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 pop. Shoot a pop, 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 pop. Steve. Hey. He knows he's wrong. I know. <laughs> he knows this. <laughs> Tommy. And ladies and gentlemen, you'll also get on this album of the cuts, Some of the Blues. It's been so hard (laughs) (laughs) to continue on, oh Lord, it's been so hard. For me to carry on. Can we still have a show? Are you quite done? All right, look, when we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, it'll be time for Steve something funny. Uh uh, Uh, there's black history coming up. What you talking about? Little known black history facts uh, coming up. We'll be back at 34 after. <laughs> Jesus. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back 34 minutes after that. We come back after this song, ladies and gentlemen. It's time again for little known black history moments. Things that happen in black history that you didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm the Rayford Jackson. I'm the first reporter from slavery in black history. Ever, 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 you know. I hate this thing. <laughs> I hate this show. 
to hate this segment is to hate yourself. <laughs> yes. That's yes. what's wrong yes. with the Come black on, race. Raven. That's what's wrong Come with the black race. Raven. What you ain't finna do. Self-hatred. Uh-huh. Is it no and debilitate and 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 and, 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 and speculate what the great fortune we was in the past and making of this country. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, these are little known black history moments. Who is up next? Come on, Tommy. That would be me, sir. Uh it is May 21st, 1971. All right? Okay. Okay. Ver- Veronica Chantel Robinson went to the neighborhood store, uh, which is called Miss Vivian's. They call it Miss V. It was a garage. This is where all the kids went to buy candy, burgers, sodas, chips, and whatnot. Veronica bought a pickle and some candy. She had her little brother in her arms. His name was Benandre Robinson. She was carrying him, which means she only had one hand to hold her pickle. She put Benandre down for a second. And uh, uh, Miss V did not, not have no bags for her to put her pickle and candy in. Right then, it come to Veronica Chantel Robinson. She took that pickle. Bit off the top of it, mm-hmm. took her peppermint, put it mm-hmm. down inside that pickle, picked mm-hmm. her brother up, and carried mm-hmm. him home. And that is the first time a pickle and peppermint was created. It was 1971, yeah, it was. May 21st, Longview, Texas, on a Friday. I remember that. Ask the Friday. Remember that. Ask the Friday. That's why we do that. Yeah. 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 That's why. Yes. Too. Thank yeah. you, Veronica. Cornerstone good. of our child stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> childhood. Child. Yeah. Man, that's where it came from. That's where it came from. Thank Veronica Chantel Robson, 1971, a little known black history fan. And right? in light of that, a very quick and short one yeah, since we're talking quick. about certain things. Uh little uh Percy Percy Packer. Percy Packer was a store. Mm-hmm. And he was uh nine years old and he had bought himself a piece of candy. And he was eating it on the way home. And then when he realized when he got to the front door that his mama had told him not to buy no damn candy. Mm -hmm. Well, right before his mama turned around, he snatched that candy Mm -hmm. out of his mouth and stuck it down in his pocket. Oh. And that escaped a severe thrashing backhanding by his mama because she had told him not to buy that candy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... The next day, Percy had to put them pants back on. Mm-hmm. And the candy was stuck in his pants, but he got it out and he put it back in his mouth. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the invention of the world-famous candy now and later. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, the ignorance continues on this ignorant show with these ignorant people. It's run that prank back. Oh, my God. With the rap and everything on it. Yeah. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Uh, we back. Getting ready. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, Miss Ann is going to be here with today's headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, we're going to talk about Magic Johnson being named the president of the L.A. Lakers. That's huge. I got to call my boy. Mm-hmm. Right, congratulate him on that. That messed up our vacation this summer, though. I do want to say that. We're all <laughs> planning on vacationing together this year. 
Man, he took a his new job. Took another yeah. damn yeah. job. Who he think NBA he is? Finals. Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just changing vacation. I can't change my vacation because I ain't got Magic Johnson money. <laughs> I put my money down on my trip. I got to show up. <laughs> but up next. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but up next, nephew Tommy, run that prank back. Uh, we doing the one from yesterday. No hair weave. There it is. Okay. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron. From the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the, uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, that's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able. They're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been, uh, that's been available here in the past, okay? Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa, do you, um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, uh, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no. These are the uh, issues that are going to be that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave to have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand. Punching in and being on the Internet, yes, that's something that, that corporate. But hair weave and wigs, I, you're getting into I, changing I people's appearance. They're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest uh, it doesn't come out that very you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has You're going to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, $300, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean, it takes a long time to take that down. Okay. Uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some uh, Okay, I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirmed that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one. But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. 
Are you heard how much I pay for it? So it's a good weave. Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but they're going natural. They're going green. They're going natural. I don't know what it is. They're going natural, and so are you. Tomorrow morning, you need to come in with your hair completely down, okay? I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, so what then, is that? Y'all going to write me up or something? Okay, ma'am, do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You talking about personal appearance? I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But, t- but uh, telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all going to have to drag me out that on some weave. You done lost your mind, you and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You right? That's what I just said. Okay, you calling okay. me at home are you, with are you, this are you, are you... Then, then we need. To, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in? Because you may as well pack bringing, your stuff. I'm not. You bring this. Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you. Get your stuff and box it up, and you're losing your job because you can't take well, your. You know hand what? Down. You can do that because I'm gonna call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong? You wrong? You stupid behind weeds. You know, you need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone, and then I'll let you go, and you can come in to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Bob? And what else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you that. I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the f- you just said? <laughs> I know you. This is, <laughs> hey, Reese, this is this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your coworker, got me to prank oh, phone call you. You got my blood pressure up. I'm gonna kill that. B- Tomorrow, and I'm gonna pull a whole weave out. You, you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She wrong for this. You know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I that's my money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> oh man. Okay, baby. I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Well, after this prank, it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God. Did I make you proud? What? Proud is never the operative term. It never is. (laughs) Afraid, nervous, embarrassed, worried, ashamed, (laughs) all of the above. I made you proud. Never proud. You are the king of pranks, though. You are that. That's for sure. If you like my prank, you're going to like me March 4th, Saturday night, baby. Lake Charles, Louisiana at the Civic Center. The nephew coming to town. Me and everybody in my head, you don't want to miss me. Tickets on sale right now, Saturday, March 4th. What we talking about? Come on, Lake Charles. Let's get it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh.
Magic Johnson has reunited with his beloved Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers announced big changes to the structuring of its executive management team, including the hiring of Magic as the Lakers' newest president of basketball operations. They did that on Tuesday. Now, on the same day, the Lakers also ousted its longtime general manager, uh, Mitch Kupchak, the executive vice president of basketball operations, Jim Buss, and the vice president of public relations, John Black. The famed point guard Magic is also part owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers and WNBA's L.A. Sparks. Here's Magic Johnson. Uh, take a listen. Right now, it's just about building the winning culture again. That's what it's about now. They've been calling me, so I've been reaching back out to them. We've already talked. This is an exciting time, but at the same time, it's work because the trade deadline is Thursday. Magic said he's not going in talking about, uh, you know, Showtime and what they used to do and all of that. He's focusing on this young team and how to get them there, you know, to the playoffs, to the championships, things like that. As former player of the Lakers, of course, Magic won five championships. He earned three MVP awards during his 13 NBA seasons. And we couldn't be happier for you, Magic. We love you. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to call him. But boy, that boy right there. I like it. I mean, I he's like a thinking it, like man. He's a businessman. He's doing his life, man. I mean. Yeah, and if he brings Kobe in, like he talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got to get, like he said, you got to get that, that mindset back mm-hmm. about winning. Yes. Because all it's about is winning. Trying don't work in sports. You don't get paid to try. Mm. No. They pay for wins. You You don't get championships trying. You get championships by winning. Golden State has a winning philosophy now. You understand? Mm-hmm. So they expect they expect to go out on the floor to win the game. If you're going out there just to play it, do the best you can, that ain't going to cut it, man. Magic knows that. You're going to get to the championship. Because when they, they win uh, games, they don't get it. So they want championship. Steve, did they get anything in the trade? This little deadline that happened? Well, it's today, well, I think. I think he said yeah, Thursday is today. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you we'll know, they got to try to make some moves, but they ain't got a lot of uh, they ain't got a lot of bargaining chips. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, to draw the free agents out there, the ones that is available, you know, like D. Rose, man. Uh, I would get D. Rose from the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. you and Magic are friends. Maybe you could suggest that. That would be well, great. I think Magic going to bring a lot of veterans to him anyway. Well, but you know, I mean, I can't tell Magic nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got a point there, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you and your Yeah. Yeah, I am pretty much keep them to my damn self. <laughs> right. I'm talking about one of the greatest hoopers of all time. Yes. Oh, what the hell I'm going to tell him? Yes. All right, introduce me. I'm name. just saying D. Rose would be a good fit out in L.A. because he could start the catalyst for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think what they ought to do is they ought to go get this boy out of Detroit. Who's the that? big boy, DeAndre. Yeah, man, they ought to go lure him. Okay. Well, maybe Magic. Sure, they're trying to move us along. Maybe Magic's listening. Sports, no, no, no. I, I'm interested. I love Magic. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was All on right. my Ladies and gentlemen, here she is. Yeah. The lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. 
Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody. Shirley Carla, Tommy Jr. Everybody, this is Antrip with the news. Okay, the Trump White House is getting rid of the Obama administration directive that said the transgender youngsters should be able to use the school bathrooms designated for the gender with which they identify, leaving that decision instead up to the states. Some civil rights groups uh, worry that the Trump administration move could lead to bullying and violence against transgender youngsters. Civil rights groups are suing the Milwaukee Police Department for wrongfully targeting tens of thousands of blacks and Latinos through their stop and frisk program. The American Civil Liberties Union says it filed its suit after reviewing several years worth of data to see if Milwaukee cops are routinely stopping minority residents without any reasonable suspicion of any criminal activity. One of the six plaintiffs in the suit is a Mr. Charles Collins, who says he's been constantly harassed because he's black. I've gotten to a point where I'm always looking over my shoulders, you know. There's an anxiety in me. Mr. Collins says that once he and his wife were stopped in their car, questioned and then released without any explanation or any I'm sorry or anything like that. The Milwaukee police chief claims that the racial disparity in police stops only reflects the demographics of perpetrators and victims in high crime areas. That's what he claims. Sad news, the founder of Little Caesars Pizza Company has died. Mike Illich was both the founder of Little Caesars and the owner of the Detroit Tigers, and he was 87 years old. Now, why should we make mention so much of his personal accomplishments? Because Mike Illich quietly paid Rosa Parks' rent for years. Apparently, after Miss Parks was assaulted and robbed in the home where she lived in for years, if you remember, remember she was robbed and, and beaten up in her own home? Well, Mike Illich helped find her a new apartment in a safe neighborhood and then quietly paid her rent until 2005 when she died. The late Mike Illich. He was not African-American, but nevertheless a wonderful man who did a selfless thing, unheralded. He has passed. He was 87 years old. Finally. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z is about to run this town. Jay-Z is going to become the first rapper ever to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The first rapper ever. They say that since his debut album, Reasonable Doubt, Sean Carter has come to to personify the American dream and is being recognized for his, quote, remarkable wordplay. He's won 21 Grammys, the most recent for the collabo with his wife, Beyonce. And yes, Jay-Z's about to run this town. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Boarding Show. All right, thank you, Ms. Ann, as always. Now, there's a lady who got fired for just being too hot on her job. She was just too fine. And some women are too attractive for their own good, according to this story. This woman got a job at a production company, and her manager asked her for her number and to go out for drinks. Then five minutes later, he texted her and said, your services are no longer needed. So he fired her after he asked for her number and to go out for (laughs) drinks. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but later he got fired. So the question I have for you, Steve, is um, have you worked with... um, Someone who their hotness was a distraction. You've had many, many jobs in your life. And, of course, yeah. this was before you were yeah. married. So Yeah, yeah. A girl Tell us at about Ford. it. A girl, a girl at, at oh, Ford. Oh, Ford Motor Company? Was that yeah. the one you went by every day? Every day. Told I loved her. <laughs> this, is my, this is like my favorite story of yours. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell her. I walked past this girl every day. Mm-hmm. She was so fine. I said, I love you. Every <laughs> single day. I love this day. story. <laughs> and what does she do? She had do? a baby. Uh-huh. You know, she just would look at me. First, she thought I was just uh-huh. crazy. Mm-hmm. But all uh-huh. the dudes would start laughing at me. Man, watch watch hard. Watch hard. Uh-huh. I walk right past her. As soon as I get her attention, wait. Hey, I love you. <laughs> Kept walking. Uh-huh. Went over there and talked to her sometime. Supervisor run me off. I get ready to walk away. I love you. Every 
single day. Because I never miss work. I was never an employee that missed days on my job. I, every day. I love you. Six months. Every day for six months. Dang. Six months. And finally we went out. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then... How that work? On and cracking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, my young crackin'. ass was overjoyed. And the dudes, all the dudes in the plant love this girl. Mm-hmm. Man, how this little young ass boy out of college, man? Because, you know, I had flunked out of college. Mm-hmm. Now, I went straight to Ford Motor Company when I flunked out in 77. I went straight to Ford. I was in Ford from uh, 77 to 81. And that was it, man. So finally you cracked her. Okay. Yeah, man. That I love you. But it took six months, you. though. Every day. But that's all he did. That, but that I'm talking it. about, man, she wouldn't even speak to me at first. Because <laughs> dudes was just laughing at me. Watch, it, watch this dude right here. Betty on said today. They was taking betting numbers. They was betting. <laughs> now, I'm going to say it every day. I don't give a damn what y'all say. <laughs> all right. And uh, dudes put me in cafeteria. Hey, man, why you say that every day? We're going to. Because I love her. <laughs> <laughs> man, she ain't even giving you the time of day. We're going to make that our question of the day. But uh, before we get to that, uh, coming up, the Butterfly Eugene is here with his Butterfly blog. We'll hear from him right after this. We'll be back at uh, 18 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up, the Butterfly is next. We don't know what he got, but he's next. I'm so, uh, man. You know, if we could get rid of any segment on the show. This man, who you talking? No, this that's gonna break his heart, Steve. I would top. I would want this gone <laughs> so bad. Your life is just like Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful Thursday. So, hey, butterfly. Hello to you all. Flutter, flutter. What's up, butterfly? Mm-hmm. Clap on. Mm-hmm. Clap on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today is um. It's a couple things today. Today is National Chili Day. Okay. Chili. Oh. Mm. Oh, chili. Right. And today is also National Dog Biscuit Day. Dog you, Biscuit mm. Day? Do you mm. have a dog, Eugene? Uh huh. His name is Sugar. Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. Why, why wouldn't it be? Sweet. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? My dog is so sweet, but his name is Sugar. He's a Yorkie. Mm-hmm. I have a Yorkie, too. Her name is Fancy. Oh, okay, mine is Sugar. We should get our dogs together and do something. Yeah. Take have them to a the pl- dog park. Yeah, and have a play date. That would be good. Mm-hmm. And, and um, But anyway, I dress him. He has sweaters and, and things that nature. He has a lot of clothes. So I, I make all of his clothes. But it's Dog Biscuit Day. So today, Carla, you have to got to get your... <laughs> wait, wait. You make your dogs clothes, too? Yeah, that's a sweat- damn shame. Wow. <laughs> Sweaters and hats wow. and stuff like that. What's wrong with making hats? Uh, clothes for the dog. Hats. Mm, your dog look crazy. The clothes you make ain't for yourself ain't good. <laughs> so your it's, dog it's, looking straight crazy. Crazy. Both this of y'all is, out there. No, and our clothes match too. So when we go out, you know, we look. Uh, we, what? We're, we're, yes, we're you together. with your dog? Wow. Yes. It's good. You have to see it, Junior. But sugar is so sweet. Anyway. Have you ever the, made some pants for sugar? Yes, I'm so. a pants, shorts, yes, some yeah. shoes. Yeah, you know what you ought to do? You ought to sell them. You ought to do a line of clothes for dog called Sugar Britches. <laughs> you know what? Now, see, that's creative. That's a good idea. Sugar mm-hmm. Britches, and, and I'll sell them. Because, um, now, can you help me do that and get me in uh-uh. the... Um... No. Okay. Well, how you going to come up with this great creation and I help no, me I do just, it? Hey, 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 hey. All I'm doing is create. I'm a creative person. Mm. And it's a play uh, on words too, sugar britches. Mm-hmm. 
We get it. I get it. But also, Steven, if you want to really, really show me some love, buy my my dog is loves the um peanut butter and banana dog biscuits. That's the he loves those. Carla, you you have to get your dog some peanut butter and banana dog biscuits. Mm, no. Feed my dog healthy snacks. I don't really mm. go there. Like uh, he can get sick yeah. with stuff like that. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Carla. But then he, uh, Sugar Sugar Bridges owner ain't that healthy. Look at it. Yeah. Don't do that. Ain't that healthy. My dog is very healthy, and I'm healthy as well. My dog is very, very healthy. We jog what together. What do you eat? Uh, Butterfly. Can I call you? Well, just for the name to kept the product alone. Can I call you Britches? No. <laughs> no. Why would you do that? Huh? <laughs> My name is Butterfly or Eugene Antoine Ferguson. Either one. Britches. Why would you call me Britches? What is that? That doesn't even represent anything. He's trying not to drop the R. <laughs> See, Junior, that's uncalled for. That's that's just so uncalled for. Now, when we on the road doing shows, you don't act like this with me. Why do you do that when we, well, as soon as we get in here for all the people at, at work, you do this? What did you talk about? I'm consistent. You are not consistent. When we at work, when we out on the road, you don't do that. Okay, man. I'm sorry, Junior. I apologize. Mm. Mm. Did you do your blog? I'm so confused right now. He didn't do nothing. Okay. I've been in, but I, I can't do nothing with you calling, calling me sugar bitches and calling my dog sugar bitches. Bitches, bitches! Wrap it up, butterfly. Man. Anyway, um, I'm, uh, uh, okay. Oh, my goodness. I know, Too not much. much time today, but just. Hey, instead of Kevin calling you sugar bitches. Can we call you Britch for short? We gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. You're so rude. Oh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So there's this lady who got fired for being too fine, too hot at work. And some women are attractive, too attractive for their own good. Take this woman who got a job at a production company. Her manager asked her for a phone number, and then he asked her to go out for drinks. Then five minutes later, he texted her and said, your services are no longer needed. So after he asked her out, he then fired her, I guess, so, you know, he wouldn't be dating wouldn't an employee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but later he got fired, too. So our question to you, what? our audience, yeah, is um, have you worked with uh, someone and, and their hotness, their fineness was a distraction? Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. Your call's right after this. Carla, how's my fineness? Oh, I'm so busy. I'm I'm trying to figure out what fine is you talking about. Let's go. Line one, Tiana out of Illinois. Tiana? Hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Harvey. What's happening? Hey, let me ask you a question, Tiana. Do you yes, work sir. with somebody in your office that's so fine? That it start, it's a distraction. <laughs> well, well, I used to, and he gave me some Google eyes in front of my husband, and he said, "Uh, uh-uh, you gotta quit." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You had to leave your job. <laughs> yes, sir. Now I work for my husband. Why are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Tiana. I love it, Tiana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like what, what the head say got to go, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't lying. You ain't lying about that. We've been, right. together. We've been together going on 14 years. That happened uh, 
Last year around my birthday, guys walked by my husband and me sitting down for lunch and like and handed me a rose and kind of was like, happy birthday in front of my husband. Oh, and my husband was like, um, yeah. go ahead, put in your hour's notice. You ain't coming back from lunch. <laughs> you quit like that day. Husband. I like your husband, though. <laughs> that was disrespectful. It that was. Wasn't it? Yeah. it really was. Yeah, he was trifling, trifling. His name was Leon, by the way. Yeah. Okay, Leon. Yeah. Well, Leon would have had nothing but rose petals sticking out of his butt. Oh, yeah. My, no, see, my hat, look, see, I had to, I, I can't have my husband in jail now. Right. So yeah. I was like, look, baby, don't even worry about it. Miss Miss Tiana coming home with you. We moved from Biloxi, Mississippi to Illinois. And so now we in Illinois, and I work for him. <laughs> I love that story. That's we a great whole story. damn company. But you know what, though, man? Real women do that, though. Real yeah. women go, uh-uh. Wait a minute. Hold mm-hmm. up, baby. You ain't finna go to jail for this food right here. No, okay, no, let's no. get on out of here. Long, I'm... Dude, I'm not finna go put money on your books and come, come there and see you. No. You gotta be here. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Love her. I love it. Tiana, you got a couple of relatives locked up? Uh, a few. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. she knew right away. I ain't finna be putting no money on your, your books book. now. Mm-hmm. You no, got to be here. I gotta be running up and back to folks to prisons and all that type of stuff because he wanted me to get. Uh-uh, no, I love her time for that. <laughs> 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 he is wondering where the hell he at and everything. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. <laughs> love it. Where my daddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, please. Uh, no, no. Uh, I ain't got time for that. So we still together, happily married, 13, 14 years coming up. And that's about it, too. <laughs> I know that's right. Like Thank you, good... Tiana. All right, y'all, give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. We still talking on the phones. Uh, are you too fine? Is somebody at your job so fine that this is a distraction? And, and when we come back from the break, 48 after that, Tommy's prank phone call be next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 after the hour. Coming up, y'all. Coming up. Everybody all right? We're, We're good. good. Yes, sir. Yeah, how are you? Top of the hour, we got strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. few, what you got? Y'all ain't married. What? All right, cool. Just what? leave it at that, Shirley. Uh, don't ask no questions because he, he elaborate too much. Just leave him alone. Yeah, y'all ain't married. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> Hello, I'm trying to reach Brian. Yeah, this is he. How you doing, Brian? My name is Daniel. I wanted to give you a call today. You you got a minute? Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, um, you're you're Brian um Brian, right? You're married to uh to Althea. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, that that's me. That's my wife. Yeah. Okay. Got a question for you. How long have you guys been married? Going on nine years now. We've been married. Now, who is this? My name is Daniel. Were were you um were were you guys married at, at Greater New Missionary Baptist Church? Uh, let me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the name of that church. Yeah, Greater. New by nine years. Yeah, that's right. What, why? What's going on? What what you asking me all these questions for? Okay. Do you remember the 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 the, the minister that officiated your actual uh, wedding ceremony? Yeah, that was uh Reverend. Reverend. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got the right person. I wanted to make sure I had the right person, uh, Brian. So I'm I'm sorry if it if it seemed a little weird to you. Here right. here's what's going on. We've just come up with a new discovery 
a lot of information that uh, Reverend none of his credentials are true. Everything is false. He's not a minister at all. He never was a minister. And every single wedding ceremony that he officiated is basically null and void. So, I, and I hate to be the, the bearer of bad news, but you and Althea, even though you think you've been married for nine years, you guys are not married no, no, at no. all. No, 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 no. That, that you got to have the wrong person. Because me and that thing, we got, we got married about nine years ago, and Reverend he, he, he the preacher. I know that, I know that. What I'm telling you is, he, he's, he never was ordained. He's never been an ordained minister. He's not a minister at all. So when he performed this ceremony, your wedding ceremony, he had no right to be doing that. You guys are not, are not married. You know, you guys have been living in sin for nine years. Hold on, hold, hold on, Doc. Let me tell you something. I ain't been living in no sin. Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years, and that man, he's a preacher. I'm telling you, he's a preacher. I heard him preach last Sunday. Sir, as of today, he has, he has no right to be in anybody's pulpit. He has no right to be officiating, whether it's weddings or funerals, no matter what it is, christenings for children. He's not allowed to do that, and we have uh, officially stopped him from doing anything serving under uh, uh, as being a pastor or a minister. We have stopped that. But what I want you to know is that you have been living in sin, and you don't. You, we want to try and get you guys married as soon as possible, so you're not living in sin. Oh no, Doc! I ain't been living in no sin. I have been married for nine years. This woman, she has been taking care of me and my kids for the past nine wait, wait, years. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, you, you guys have, have you guys have children? Yeah, yeah. We, we got two two kids, two beautiful kids. Okay, then those kids are bastards. Bastards? Hold on. Hold on, let me tell you something. My kids ain't no bastards. What about your kids? Your kids are bastards? No, sir. My, kid, my kids were born in wedlock. Your kids have been born out of you, wedlock. I'm telling you, that man did my service, and he is a preacher. He's a man after God's own heart himself. He done done everything that, that he could for me and my family. He is a preacher. Sir, I, I, don't, I, I know it's hard for you to, to, to swallow the truth. But I want you to know, and I need you to be able to tell Althea that you guys are not married. Not as of right now. No. No. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, back in the olden days, but before all these all these colleges and stuff came came about, you telling me that them men back in the old days, that they wasn't no preachers? That they wasn't men, men after the cloth? Is that what you're saying to me? What are you getting at, sir? What I'm trying to say is, back in the olden days, back in the 20s and 30s, they didn't have all these colleges and all these degrees and stuff like these new preachers got these days. That man now, he was from back then. And God called them, and that's what they went on to. And all them people that they married back then, they did the same thing today. You don't need no degree to say that, that you're a preacher. You don't need no license to say you, you're a preacher. Me and my wife, we've been married for nine years. My kids have been born in wedlock. We were Sir. married. We were married by Reverend my friends and family, they was all there. Sir, the bottom line is that you have been living in sin because you have not been married with your wife for the last nine years. And your kids, I, I, I hate to say it, your kids are bastards. Now, hold on now. I done told you. Don't say nothing else about my kids. See, now, I ain't no cusser, but don't push me. My kids ain't no bastards. You understand me? You don't get me up. Sir, I'm trying to give you the truth and try to get you in here and get you married so you will not be living in sin any more than what you are. I ain't living in no sin. Look, 
Now, you don't make me whoop your ASS. You understand? Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years. Don't sit up here and call me talking about that we ain't mad, that that man ain't no preacher. You understand? Now, get off my phone. What you... That's my wife. Those are my kids. They have been born in wedlock. You understand? Sir, sir, I, I, I just wanted to call and give you the information so that you could probably stop living in sin. That's all I wanted to do. I ain't living in no sin. That's what I just told you. You ain't hear me? I ain't living in no sin. Maybe you the one that's living up in some sin. Now, you ain't got nothing to say to me. That man has married us nine years ago. Now, get sir, your ASS off my phone. Sir, sir, I, sir, I have one more, thing I, one more thing I'd like to say you to you, You ain't got nothing else to say to me. You ain't get your ASS off my CAM phone. Now, do you understand me? Oh. I ain't got time for this publicity. Sir, can I say one more thing? What you got to say to me now? I just wanted to let you know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Althea, got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man. No. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> doc, doc, yeah. Uh-huh. Doc, yeah, I almost went in on you, Doc. You almost made me go there. Yeah, I'm a good at this. You say, I see you put you up to this? Yeah, I see you got me to prank you, man. Wow, man. Oh, man. Hey, man, you all right with me, brother. I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. If you like my prank, you're going to like me March 4th, Saturday night, baby. Lake Charles, Louisiana at the Civic Center. The nephew coming to town. Me and everybody in my head, you don't want to miss me. Tickets on sale right now, Saturday, March 4th. What we talking about? Come on, Lake Charles. Let's get it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here it is, y'all. Buckle up and hold on tight. Eugene's in the hallway getting a pedicure, just splashing his feet in the water while that song was playing. Strawberry letter 23. Just splashing in the water. Subject, (laughs) tired of the game. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been in a relationship with a guy for six years now. Through the entire relationship, he has managed to lie and cheat and actually blame me for cheating. He has disappeared for an entire week and reappeared the next, talking about, I've been calling you all day. He tries to make me believe that he wants a committed relationship, but he advertises himself all over the Internet as a single man. Right now, he is without a job and is hanging on to me like I am his only salvation. The sad part is that I have been through so much psychological abuse by him that I am not feeling him anymore. When I have sex with him, all I feel is disgust and I want him off of me. But I feel sorry for him, and every time I kick him to the curb, he calls begging and I take him back. Everything else in my life is going fine. That is the only problem I have. How can I get rid of this dude without feeling sorry and taking him back? He has asked me to marry him a few times, but I do not see myself having a future with him. He is dishonest and lives a double life. In front of me, he appears to be a straight-up guy, but behind my back, he is a straight-up dog. I know this because of the many emails I've found to other women. Your advice is appreciated. Thank you. Well, uh, you, you've given every reason in your letter anyone can think of not to have this loser in your life. 
For six years, you say he's lied and cheated. Uh, he's disappeared for an entire week and came back like nothing. Uh, he's on the Internet advertising himself as a single man. He doesn't have a job. You have sex with him. You feel disgusted. Uh, he's asked you to marry him. You don't want to marry him. W- what more do you need to, to dump this guy? Uh, you have to get a backbone and speak up for yourself. You have to do that. He'll stop when you stop. I mean, you got to stop allowing him to treat you this way. Way and feel better about yourself to know that you deserve better. Steve? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Again. <laughs> you know, I get tired of saying the same thing over the women. Yeah. So here we go. Let's say the same thing over the women. All right. First of all, I think here's a new situation I've come up with with women. Uh, you've been in a relationship with a guy for six years. Through the entire relationship, he has managed to lie and cheat and actually blame me for cheating. He's disappeared for an entire week, appearing the next, talking about I've been calling you all day. Okay, first of all, ladies, let's do this right here. Let's, let's, let, me, let me try to get through this way to you. Okay. Something new? When you write a letter like this, yeah, something new. <laughs> Stop calling this relationships. Ah, okay. These are situations mm-hmm. you've been in a situation for six years Ooh. see stop calling them relationships because you actually trying to make us think you got something and then you give us a page full of what you ain't got mm-hmm. then he tries to uh then he tell he called and when he disappears for a week he talking about i've been calling you all day that's because you let him <laughs> Then he tries to make me believe that he wants a committed relationship. The reason this has gone on for six years is because you want to believe that he wants a committed relationship. And he does nothing, nothing that's committal. Nothing. Mm -mm. So this allowing you and trying to make you think he wants to be in a committed relationship is because that's what you want to believe. But then he advertises himself all over the Internet as a single man. Mm -hmm. Listen to this one. Right now, he is without a job and hanging on to me like I am his only salvation. He ain't working. You are his salvation. And she's been, yeah. You are his life, his income, his roof over his head, his ride, his gas money, his lunch money, his money to take other women out. You are his salvation. He ain't acting like and hanging on to you like you are. He hanging on to you like you are his salvation. Question is, why are you hanging on to him? Because mm. he ain't your salvation. He don't provide nothing for you. He ain't even working. The sad part is that I've been through so much psychological abuse by him that I'm not feeling him anymore. Okay? Then leave. Mm-hmm. See, that's the answer to this letter. Leave. But then guess what? When I have sex with him, all I feel is disgust, and I want him off me. Okay? Stop. Yes. See, let me tell you something. When a man get tired of having sex with you, guess what we do? We stop having sex with you. And we go have it with somebody else. All the guys in here just said, yep. Yeah. (laughs) It's real simple, Uh huh? (laughs) You ain't making no dude have sex with you. Listen Mm -hmm. to me. When we tired and sick of having sex with you and your uh-huh. sex disgust us, we stop having sex with you. And we next. go have it with somebody On else. To the next. Uh-huh. You listen to me. On to the next one. Uh-huh. I am telling you that's what we do. 
You can't make us have sex with you and you disgust us? Disgust? What you talking about? See, we got to be worked up to do this. <laughs> you disgust me, but I'm worked up anyway? Oh. Oh, how the hell that's going to work? We stop having sex with you, and we go have it with somebody else. When we come back, I'll tell you the rest of it. Now, I guess y'all don't believe me, but okay. 12 watch after. This. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up in about 15 minutes, uh, our girl from Talk, Cheryl Underwood, will be here. And then I got part two of this letter right after this. Cheryl! Let me woman, get up. <laughs> what? This woman here who's in a situation with this man who has been just messing her around the whole time she allows this and calls all day after he's disappeared for a week talking about I I want you back and he would try to make yeah. you believe he want to commit a relationship. He act like she's his salvation. He ain't working. Uh, you know, they have sex together. She can't stand it. It disgusted. She want him off me. But I feel sorry for him. And every time I kick him to the curb, he calls begging and I take him back. How about this right here? Stop being his mother mm. and require that he be your man. See, ladies, you have to make up your mind in these situations you get yourself in. Do you want to continue being a man's mother? Or would you like for one day somebody to just be your man that you don't have to take care of and try to get right and listen to all this where you been and disappearing for a week? So if you were to ask him to just be your man and you quit being his mama, it would explain and help you through all of this. Mm, mm, everything else in my life is going fine. I can't imagine how everything else in your life is going fine. But if you want to throw that in the letter, fine, we'll read it. <laughs> That's the only problem I have. How can I get rid of this dude without feeling sorry and taking him back? See, it's the feeling sorry part. You feeling sorry for somebody who is sorry. See, when you're dealing with sorry people, you always got to feel sorry for them. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. That you always got to feel sorry. If everybody that you always got to feel sorry for, have you ever noticed that they just sorry? Wow. Have you ever the noticed that? Party. The pity oh, yeah. party. Oh, yeah. Everybody got one in their life. Uh -huh. Somebody you always got to feel sorry for. Them. Or it's because they sorry. So stay always doing sorry mess. Yeah, sure. Two things you got to reiterate. One, you said she thinks she's in a relationship and she's not. She's in a situation. Uh -huh. See, relationship and situation is two different things. What else? And then the okay. other thing you said, she's doing this out of pity and men don't do that. I think that. No, needs no, no. To, yeah. Let me tell you something. I feel sorry for him. I have sex. And when he's on me, I'm disgusted. We'll have sex with you if we disgusted with you. Ask any man in here. If we discussed hey. it with you, we ain't having sex with you. So men don't sit have up sympathy in sex. Sympathy you know sex? Mm -hmm. I'm asking. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We have, I'm finna take care of me sex. Oh, <laughs> it's all about okay. me sex. Okay. Oh, we have, it's just what I want sex. Okay. Oh. But you don't disgust us. <laughs> 
just wanted you to make that clear, Steve. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. See. Yeah. You can have great sex. We'll do you. And then we're leaving right after that. Okay. Ever notice how he leave right after that? Come on, ladies. That's because the thing that he likes about you, you do that good. But sitting around talking with you, watching TV, eating popcorn, I'm going to the house. I'm just trying to tell you about us. Now, if you in that right right there, that's not a relationship. I'm trying to tell you the truth. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Steve. Uh, Today's letter, like all of them, are posted on steveharvey.com, or you can uh, hit me up on my Instagram, at mygirlshirley. And coming up, as we mentioned, Cheryl Underwood, be in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up, uh, up next from the talk, Cheryl Underwood. Here she is, Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> Do all that. <laughs> hey, I'm on my way to uh, Central Manchester, Hartford, Connecticut, Funny Bone. Me and Mike Washington will be performing Friday and Saturday night. We got two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, and then on Saturday, I will be meeting and having brunch with the Soros of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated uh, in oh, the my. area. Uh, y'all asked a question. What's the question? Who, what? Who at your job, Cheryl, is so sexy, so So hot, so so fine, that their hotness is a distraction. So fine, blow your mind. Uh-huh. That kind of fine, that Shirley. That kind of fine. You know what I'm doing, baby. baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so fine. Call um the dude that bring the checks around. It comes. <laughs> <in there. laughs> no, that's right, Shirley. Right the dude that bring the checks around. Bring the check around. He ain't got no he teeth, but he he is sexy. That's right. The way his fingers caress the box with the checks in it. So sexy. So sexy. Hey, you know, uh, I'm glad that we can laugh and have fun, but uh, I I think there's some things that we should pause and take notice of, and and especially those of us that sit in front of and behind and produce uh, product and news, because Mm -hmm. an attack on the free press should not go unchecked and unnoticed. When people holler fake news, there's some buzzwords that I want the people to listen to. When they holler states' rights, Mm -hmm. that's the same thing they hollered to keep us not just enslaved, but oppressed because your mm. states are normally controlled by conservative state assemblies. Now, mm-hmm. you have people say, well, wait a minute. The press has always treated us differently. Yeah, you're right, brothers and sisters. But when you talk about fake news, then in the way that people get news today, Shirley Scrawberries, mm-hmm. from the social media, yes. they don't get news from the newspaper. They don't get news from reading something, seeing something, or someone Preach. saying something and it's documented. So people can get fake news anywhere. So anytime you can click and view and you don't have time to confirm and verify, then somebody can tell you it's fake. So let's get the National Association of Black Journalists and Hispanic Journalists and Asian Journalists to band together in solidarity 
integrity. Why? Because we need fact checking. We need the media, but we don't need the bias in the media that always has a black man to be violent, that always has a black man to be doing the perp walk. See, if you didn't have the media, no one would ever have believed that Emmett Till was murdered because there was a black magazine that had that casket open. No one would believe that Dr. King and Mega Evers were assassinated. No one would believe that they used water hoses and dogs on oh, Freedom sure. Riders. No oh, one would sure. believe that there was people being beat on oh, Bloody girl. Sunday. No one would believe that we as blacks were free and then enslaved and brought to America. So we must fight when someone says fake news because we must keep it real. I'm out, Girl. Steve Hartman. Did we just Woo! march? Sure. We just march. Right. Did we just get march? Ready. I'm in line. We're getting ready to. I'm in line. For yes. sure. <laughs> so profound. All right, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much as always. Roll Jordan Roll. <laughs> <laughs> roll Jordan Roll. Come on, boy. <laughs> yeah, My soul looks back in heaven. Jordan Roll. Thank you, Cheryl, so much. We are going to the phones. Uh, please call us and tell us who at your job is so sexy and so hot that their hotness is a distraction. 877-29-STEVE. It's me. It's me. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up at the top of the hour in about 10 minutes, Mike Epps oh, was yeah. my special guest on my daytime talk show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my, and my buddy got into... Uh, his oh. trouble in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Heard We're going to talk about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up next. So our question to you, our <laughs> audience, is um, have you worked with uh, someone and, and their hotness, their fineness was a distraction? Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. Your call's right after this. Let's go to line two and talk to Big G, also out of California. Wow. Big G. Good morning to you, man. What's up with you, man? What's going on, boy? All right, man. All is well out here, man. Just wanted to call in with my story regarding uh, work. Is I had an office setting I worked in and hired a new girl for the front desk, and it was amazing how I mean, not only myself but several of the guys kept going back and forth to the office, to the front office, to ask her different questions to see if they could help her on the first day. <laughs> you know, in LA, we got we got them out here, like you know, with that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just wanted to call in and say that it was very distractive, and um, I couldn't even hardly get my work done because you know trying to get at the girl sitting at the front desk. Yeah, kept you walking. Know, so, you kept walking back out there. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. all vying for the spot. You know, everybody's yeah. trying to get yeah. to go out on a date with her or whatever. You know, being that she's new in the office. But I also wanted to call in just to say that you know we support you out here, man. Part of the Harvey family. This tea every morning, and. Uh, just want to let you know that, man. We got you out here. All right, I appreciate that, man. I know where you're coming from, huh? I know you. I know you know because for those naysayers out there, I don't want to, you know, mention any particular names, but I didn't see them up at uh, Chambers on Slauson in the middle of the '60s, is it? So I didn't see them Uh-oh. up there. So you remember? Saying. I remember uh-huh. that. Huh? Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, they. You know what, man? You know and you're right about that. You know, they talk all that smack. But these, these, a, a, a lot of people, man, just show up for headline news stories. You know, they ain't really, they ain't really newsmakers. They just commenting on news. They, a lot of people say stuff to be, be, try to be relevant. And they use you as a way to become relevant. 
which really shows how irrelevant they are. And so uh, I've, I've, I've learned a lot on my journey, man. I appreciate people like you that call in and say, we got you. We know where you come from. I appreciate that, man. That means a lot to me. Thank you, man. You also taught us a lot, man, because, you know, we know that they catapult off you. Yep. See, that? that's what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was deep. They catapult off you. Yeah. I got one dude, though, when I see him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When I see him. Are we not doing that? Let's go. Let's keep moving. We're not going to do that. See, there you go. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make this Thursday different. Wait, 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 wait. Tommy? No, I can't. I got you. We good. Wait, Tommy? Did, hello? <laughs> Mic check. <laughs> Y'all right, dog? Tommy? I'm no, good. no, we not going to do that. <laughs> Yo, Tommy? Yeah. yeah trying to that. talk me off the wall. <laughs> I know, right? Man, that was, folks, let me get the uh, Let me get the time. <laughs> get the time. Okay, Steve. Uh, yesterday on your daytime talk show, you welcomed your good friend and fe- fellow stand-up comedian, who is currently on tour in the Festival of Laughs, the one and only uh, Mike Epps. You guys reminisced about the early years of your careers, including Mike's big break on Russell Simmons, where everybody got their big break, Def Comedy Jam. And then, you know, Mike went on to be in major hit movies like Next Friday and The Hangover. Well, yes, Mike, sir. yeah, I mean, great in those movies. He talked about how he found his gift of comedy growing up in a very large family with lots and lots of siblings. But we love Mike's joke that he told on social media about you, Steve, going to meet President Donald Trump. Take a <laughs> listen. Mike's got more than two and a half million followers on Instagram. He recently posted a video talking about me. and that. Man, they sent that to you? Yeah, they sent it. Several hundred thousand people have watched it. Uh, here's this fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just talked to Steve Harvey on the phone, and I found out what he wanted to meet up with Donald Trump about. He wanted to meet up with Donald Trump because he's trying to buy that White House. He's trying to buy it through hoods. <laughs> thanks, TC. Thanks for that joke, TC. See, that's ignorant because so many of my so-called friends, you know, have just eaten me alive for going to meet with the president of the United States, which is, like, mind-boggling to me. Uh-huh, this stupid care. fool right here. <laughs> this ignorant. I, Mike is so damn ignorant, man. I love Mike, man. But, Shirley, what happened, though? Because I didn't hear about it. Well, that. okay. Uh, speaking of Mike Epps, he was arrested early uh, this past Sunday morning, along with another man, um, for allegedly attacking a tourist. Uh, New Eng- they were down in New Orleans. New Orleans police said that Epps and uh, his friend Thomas Cobb allegedly attacked a tourist at Harris Casino. We know Harris. We've been there many yeah. times. Uh, while the tourist was visiting for the NBA All-Star Game. Now, this is according to the New Orleans advocate the victim said that he was headed to the cash out area when he saw mike the man said oh mike epps the next thing i know he started hitting me in the face unprovoked according to the tourist i had a handful of chips so i just basically bent down to protect myself and then my friends ran over and got in front of me and then security got there so that's the story according to yeah yeah it's a lot missing missing. it's a lot missing because i'm gonna tell you right now man that ain't mike epps he don't start now he's that guy may have said that i I think that yeah the guy probably said something to him Uh, maybe mike didn't have a good day of the tables or something you know no no 
No, that's mm. that's not. You Mike say you're Nelson. saying there's more to the story. Oh man, there's some holes in this man. There's oh, some chapters missing. Yeah, <laughs> man. Because Mike Epps, he that ain't even in the way he is as a person, man. And if you're all out, these years, I mean, Mike ain't been in no fights on the road. No, and if you're out and you speak you to know. him, he'll definitely smile and speak. Cool back dude, man. Yeah. Real cool mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. No, it's I, I, I absolutely believe there's some stuff missing. In this oh, story. it's a lot missing. I'm with you on that one, Steve. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Steve, I could see you saying this, on the other hand, could be a fight. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys heard about this one. Jamie Foxx is in Croatia right now filming Robin Hood Origins. But over the weekend, two men hurled racist insults at him while he was in a restaurant. Uh from what I understand, they called him the N-word. It just wasn't him. Oh. Uh, they were being arrogant and rude to everyone, it says. The police caught them, charged them with disorderly conduct, though. Uh, they're still investigating, so there could be additional charges. Jamie talked about the incident in two Instagram videos. He said the guys used uh, a word that's the local equivalent of the N-word, but he didn't say what provoked them, if anything. Jamie has since deleted the post, and now he only has video up about how much he likes Croatia, over there. Yeah, this yeah. ain't the time. Um, plus, you don't get in fights in Croatia. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you don't. You don't get in fights in Manila. Yeah, you don't get in fights in Kingston. <laughs> it's prisons you don't want to go to. Okay, <laughs> oh, okay. You don't, okay. You don't go to Mexico City and get thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. San Diego, cool. <laughs> Seattle, you can survive that. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa, right. yeah, you'll be all right up in there. Des Moines. Yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska, you, you'll be fine. There's other Lincoln, drunk college Nebraska. students in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you what, you can't you can't get thrown in Rikers. That ain't, you don't want up there. Wow. It's just too much happening. It ain't, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of, whole lot of places. You, you don't want to be in Cuyahoga County. <laughs> okay. I can tell you where not to go. Yeah. But, and definitely yeah. not Croatia, as you Croatia, would Croatia, dog. Yeah. No. Wow. All right. Them some tough people over there, man. Hang in there, Jamie. Wow. Right. There's more to this story uh, as well, I'm sure. I wonder what the local equivalent of the N-word is. But that's, well, that's terrible. Why Jamie, that's why Jamie didn't hit him, because he didn't recognize yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, <he> stop! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody, his boy's like, Jamie, you Michael, really stop! Like that? <laughs> That's that's Croatian for Jamie Foxx. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there. Yeah. That's all you yeah. can do. But hey, man, but lay low. Just do your t- tape and go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ain't got to blend in with the locals. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't happy for you. Mm-hmm. They, they're just not, man. Everybody's mm-hmm. just not happy for you. I don't care what you do, man. And like the reason, probably the reason Jamie took the thing down about what the man said in Croatia was so it would just not further fuel the fire yeah, over there. Yeah, that was smart then. That was and just smart. leave up good stuff about Croatia. Because uh-huh. you got to live amongst those people, man, while you're Working, taping that film, yeah. you know? Hey, man, all, the, all, the whole idea really is to be able to come home. Yeah. That's what I say to all military people when I speak with them. Do whatever you got to do to return home. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to come home. They got the generals that worry about strategic strategy and how to win and all like that and where to place troops and all like that, who to go forward, how many to send. Your job is to do your best to come home, man. I say that to all soldiers. All right. Uh, when we come back from the break at 18 after the hour, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam, will be right here. 
All right, uh, when we come back from the break at 18 after the hour, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam will be right here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Dick and Def Jam, they're here. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, you. sir. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you? Yes. Who is uh, He don't let me delay. out that often, and uh, here I am. Sorry. Go. Bell tone got a delay on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did it happen? That's what time it is. Ever more and ever will be the delicious <laughs> Reverend Motown. And I am the roulette rumbling Deacon Def Jam. And the gavel, uh-huh. we truly is going to be representing the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. Hallelujah. Whoa, 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 holla. Sang, pal. Holla, holla. Oh, back at your bar. Back at your bar. Tonight, we are taking the jackpot joint on the road. All right. $20,000 revival. Come on, pal. On the road again. Uh-huh. Just so we can see it. What kind of church? Go make sure that we get it all in. Don't stop, get it, get it. We gonna do it again. Ah. In the city of sin. Yeah, the city of sin. I'll be at the strip club. Sinning, sinning, sinning. Throwing money, making it rain from above. We'll be gambling the whole night long. Slap machine. Till my pockets grow strong tonight. Oh, <laughs> black girls, white girls, yeah. Chinese girls, Come on Israel now. girls, uh-huh. Israeli girls, yeah. German girls, Russian girls, any kind of girl, yeah. oh, African girls, yeah, yeah. Italian girls, yeah. Jerusalem girls. No, couple, 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 uh, you know, uh, trying to remind me. Eskimo girl, so don't forget that. Eskimo girl. I met, a, I met a girl. They cold-blooded. They cold-blooded. I met a girl one time, uh, really a holy meet. I met a girl from Bethlehem. Oh. oh. Mm. Careful now. Okay, where you going? Think I better get out of there. Yeah, yeah. 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 It like a yeah. shot that I don't need to take. Yeah, I didn't right really now. know where that was going, yeah. Yeah. but I just yeah. figured don't worry about Babylon and all that, Jerusalem. Save them jerseys like that right Amen. now. Amen. Yeah. Amen Deacon, uh, what's your specialty for this evening? Well, Pastor, we're we going to start off and do butt-naked roulette. Now, that's, that's, I got my mind set on that. Mm. What? And uh, what's wrong? You're going to be just naked? Yeah. Well, you naked at the table? You at the table. You must have a table in your room. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to play downstairs. But in naked the casino? Look, I, I can't got do news. that. Oh, hold on now. I got news. You know, ain't the way that works. I got a pocketbook, though. It's on a belt. Well, you better try that. Crazy horse got it. <laughs> Crazy horse? Crazy horse got it. Oh, naked roulette, naked blackjack, naked craps, that, that, naked I, video poker. I had no idea. And you know this yeah. how, Pastor? I don't know. I've heard some. I've had members. I've had <laughs> members. Yeah. Several members that been that needed redeeming. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. after after a night over there, I don't know You're where it is. Pal. Right, right, You're off, pal. right yeah. off the strip, right off, right, go down past Tropicana, mm-hmm. make a sharp left, mm-hmm. go in that parking lot. And, Park on the side. Uh, they got a side though. <laughs> well, they won't see your car in the front. Uh, and what's the <laughs> password to get in? Pastor. Stripping at the strip. No, oh, um, Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo get you in the side. <laughs> we come back from the break at 34 after the hour. We'll have some back-to-back jams. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, when we come back, coming up, we got time for just one more thing. Uh, some women are too hot to work with. Some men are too hot to work with. But after the break, if you got somebody that's just a distraction, we'll take one more call, 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up next, we got time for just one more thing right out of this song. We're going to go to the phones. So. All right, Steve, just one more thing. We've been talking about this all morning. The lady who got fired for being too hot at her job. Some women are, are too attractive for their own good, apparently. This woman got a job at this production company, and her manager uh, asked her for her phone number. He asked her to go out for drinks, but then five minutes later, he texted her and said, you're fired. Your services are no longer needed. Wow. <laughs> now, now, let's get busy. <laughs> well, but you know what I think happened? What, Steve? I think she turned him down. Oh. oh. Yeah, and, and then after he fired, that, he then fired he fired her. her. Oh, okay. Right, and then that's uh-huh. why he lost his job. Yeah, and he he got because he did because get fired. what you do is you go out with her first, then you tell her she can't come back after you see what's happening. Oh, that's the G move. You don't oh. do it like that. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you end up losing your job too. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to the phones. Eight seven seven twenty nine Steve. First of all, let me ask Tommy because Tommy, yes sir. Are you in that position at all where the women around you is so fine it's a distraction? Uh, I mean, there's a few around me that that make me quiver sometimes, yeah. Well, can I say that? Wait, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ain't no whether you can, you did. (laughs) Okay, Okay, ask the question again because I'm confused. Ask him one more time, Steve. No, no, he answered it. I'm confused. Shirley, he only got one job. That's here. So who is it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very confused, though. What you confused about, I thought you meant. I thought you were asking him as if he were the hottie at the job. Tommy, look. And no, to answer that, no. Yeah. <laughs> Carla, that's, stop that. You're messing with my self-esteem, Carla. Stop that. Oh, please. Boy, your self-esteem is small anyway. <laughs> he like his up Your there. self-esteem, same size you. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Yeah, right. 877 do anything. Woo. All right, let's go to line one and talk to Bisman out of uh, Cali, California. Bisman? Hello. Hi, is your name Bisman? Oh. B-I-S-M-A-N? Bisman. Okay. Yes. All right. Don't start talking about Mesty. I don't know he talks about people's names. No, no, no. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure sometimes. No. No, 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 no. See, what you ain't finna do is tell me what to talk oh. about or what not to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? Is it Bisma or Bisman. Bisman. Okay, Bisman. Yeah. Have you ever worked with somebody that's so fine it's a distraction? Yes, actually, at my previous job, um, there was a guy, and he worked above me. I worked at, um, well, I'm not going to disclose where I worked, but <laughs> but he was really attractive, and um, we end up start we after I left the job, we end up dating for a, quite some time, but he was crazy, so. I just stopped mm. talking to him. But he was really handsome, yes. Mm. Mm. You know, it's a lot of cute people that's crazy. Crazy. All the time. I've noticed <laughs> that cute and crazy almost go hand in hand. It's very rare. Yes. He was much older and he didn't have any kids. He had, you know, had a good job, no kids. I'm like, something got to be wrong with him because he yeah. was just a good catch. Yeah, you found <laughs> and he was crazy. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too good to be true, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Bisman. We appreciate the call. All right. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all today. Listen, uh, have yourself a great oh. weekend. <laughs> uh, we're close. We're closer than ever now. Yes. It's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The weekend begins for me right now. Woo, yeah. I'm with you. Right after I finish these four, 14 more shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's the minimum you got to do. Yeah, that's just... Y'all have a great weekend. We out. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.